everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's a Wednesday and on Wednesdays I love to talk to you about our physical health journey and all the pieces of the pie that go into making that uh, a forward momentum thing instead of a backward momentum thing. And I know that uh, one of the reasons that these Wednesdays mean so much to me is because it benefits me as much as anyone else. But I do know that it's benefiting you guys. I get a lot of people who reach out and comment on a particular episode that helped them or something that struck a chord or something that maybe reminded them or woke them up or made them think, hmm, uh, I feel myself in this episode. So it, it feels very good to have this community of people who are curious about how to do better, are interested in why things continue to be a struggle and who want to focus on their physical forward momentum journey. So, okay, well, so I started out my morning, um, I'm actually recording this Wednesday morning, and it was a bitch of a workout, and it was an early workout, I was on my own because my husband was here with the kids, and I did not want to do it, and my first thought was like, I didn't, you know, I woke up at like 4.30, kind of dreading the 5.30 alarm, went to the bathroom, laid back in bed, and just like, just negative attitude, etc., I got to the gym and I started in on the workout, which was tough. Um, it almost always is. It's hardly ever, my workouts are hardly ever something where I'm like, wow, that was a breeze. I, I just, um, it's always a push for me. And sometimes I look around at other people, like there's a girl that works, was it's called Around the World. So it's like maybe a dozen stations and then you do it and then you move to the next one. But the girl that I was following, um, I'm like, oh my God. She's so strong, you know, and she's little, young, little, strong, you know. So I'm doing it and I'm kind of experiencing, you know, my own little self-talk and kind of catching that and telling myself to think a new thought and um, uh, honestly observing. I was like, what is the problem today? Why am I feeling so like just bogged, bogged down, not strong? First of all, I did not get enough sleep. We started watching, you know, basically that new Julia Roberts zombie apocalypse into the world, whatever show, and it was riveting. And finally at 1130, I'm like, I, I got to work out in the morning. I got to turn this off. And we were still an hour away from the end. And then my mind was turning. So not enough sleep. I usually need my full eight hours. And then the other thing is I was like, it's sugar. It has been a sugar, sugary, sugar time of year. And going out to dinner with friends and not saying no like I normally would, not abstaining to the butter cake, the cookies, the wild things that get dropped off on the doorstep that people are baking right now. It's just been a lot of sugar. And yeah, that's, I think that that's 100%. Like the nutrition has not been dialed. Um, and I could feel it. So I was pretty, you know, like just mentally foggy and then also physically just felt like, ugh, my stomach felt gross. I feel really puffy. So noting that, just be like, all right, I'm taking note, not beating myself up over it, not being angry about it, not make, make me throw in the towel over it and, you know, go have, you know, donuts <laughs> in the morning. One of the things that can be really cool about actually stopping and taking a note and asking why is that it is actually kind of comforting because I'm like, oh, 
there's a reason. Like there is a reason. So if there's a reason that you're feeling the way that you are, you're feeling an unusual way, you're feeling like things are harder, at least it's comforting to know that you can stop that behavior. You can limit that behavior and then things can potentially go back to normal. So that's somewhat of a comfort to be like, oh, yes, it's not always this hard. It's hard, but it's not always like, oh my gosh, my stomach. Oh my gosh, I'm dizzy. You know, like I know why. So that is like actually taking note and understanding why it's going on can be a really big help. So while I'm working out, one of the things that I do a lot, because it is painful to me, like I just don't love it every day. Sometimes I get so distracted by like, I'm in a good mood or I'm in a good vibe or I'm enjoying the people there. Or I'm enjoying the music or maybe the trainer's in a really good mood or something is distracting. And so it helps me get through, but some days just aren't like that. And some days it's just hard. And I'm very focused on how hard it is or how I get, unfortunately, kind of like, oh, I'm not as strong as this person, or I'm not progressing as much as that person. And I get kind of caught up in that negative, like, what, what is that thought even for? It doesn't get me anywhere. And we all have different body types. So what, what is the purpose of thinking those things? But I do, I'm a human. So today was one of those days. And so I started just kind of like letting my mind wander, doing my whole, like, I'll do like a thing where I think a new thought, like I'm like, think a new thought. Um, another one I do is be here now. And let me explain those two. So thinking a new thought is like, basically, if I'm like, I'm not that strong, I'll refocus and I'll be like, look at your arms in the mirror. I have come so far. I'm here. It's six in the morning. I'm getting out in the fog and driving myself to a gym to work out with people several days a week. I have been doing this for a year and a half. Like I'll think more positive thoughts because they serve me a lot better. And that's the whole point of it. This whole, the whole doing all this stuff is not for anyone else. It's not going to serve anyone else. It's for me. And so these things serve me better if I can control my brain, right? And then the other thing I do besides um, thinking a new thought is that I do a lot of saying like, be here now, because sometimes my mind will drift away, um, whether it's at the gym or whether it's like when I should be at the park enjoying watching my little girl, I'll be like making a list in my head or a person I've got to text back or like this thing I need to do instead of just being in the moment. Being in Costco last night with my husband and my little girl and looking at all of the, you know, fun end of the year things and the hustle and the bustle and being here right now in 2023 at the end of this year and seeing the people and just having these moments, I need to like focus and be here now. And so I do that a lot at the gym too. Like I'm like, focus on this rep. Focus on this feeling. Focus on how strong you feel. Focus on how sweaty you are. Focus on the fact that you only have 20 minutes left. Like I try and like really refocus my brain to help myself. Well, anyway, while I'm doing that, I remember this thing that I saw last night on the Mel Robbins show. Um, well, actually, she has a podcast called The Mel Robbins Show. And if you haven't heard of Mel Robbins, go look her up. She's the best. Um, but she was showcasing this thing on her Instagram and it was this kid, good looking, you know, 20 something, maybe just got home from college. And it's like a point of view on him being colorblind and getting, um, glasses that help him, can help him see in color for the first time. And, you know, you see all the lead up and I can't even imagine what it would be like to not be able to see in color. I don't know anyone that has that syndrome, but this kid, like he's so overwhelmed 
He's so overwhelmed before he even puts the glasses on. And then he puts the glasses on and he's just like, his breath is taken away. Like he has to hold his heart. He's just so blown away in the perspective shift that he has on this world that's now in color. And I feel like we can do that for ourselves too. We can have a perspective shift and do that whole thing where we're like, I get to be here at the gym. I can afford to be at that gym. I get, I have forged these relationships with people. So I have a dozen people who are like, Hey, Diana, when I walk in the door, um, I get to live in this community. I've put my time and my love and my effort in, and I get to live this life rather than saying, I have to raise five kids. I get to raise these five kids. I have to live with five kids. I get to live with these five kids. I get to see them stumbling into adulthood or striving. Some of them, some of them, you know, have got their heels dug into the sand. They don't want to go there. They're not ready for adulthood yet, but I get to do this right now. I don't have to raise a six-year-old that surprised me and came along late in life. I get to raise a six-year-old. going to be seven next month. So having that perspective shift. Um, so my mind, you know, as I said, my mind wanders at the gym and my mind wandered on to seeing that boy who had been able to finally see what color looks like. And it's such a good, re- it, it reminded me, I'm like, I want to talk about that, how we can... We can open our minds to see things in a different way, to see the beauty, to see the opportunity. I mean, we live in this country where there's so much freedom and opportunity to make money however we want, to love however we want, to live our lives how we want. You can craft your life however you want. You can spend your money however you want. And that's that's a pretty amazing thing. You know, I've, I've seen something that said, if you can lay your baby down, if you can lay a healthy baby down in a warm, safe bed every night, you have won the lottery of life. And think about that. Think about the people that who don't have a healthy kid and they are struggling through advocating for a child with, you know, special needs or some kind of ongoing health issue. Maybe somebody who has a kid who they don't have a warm place to put them to bed that's safe somebody who's afraid for their, you know, and that's just, I mean, for all of us who aren't in that situation, who aren't putting our kids to bed in a place that's, you know, unhealthy or dirty or unsafe, or that we're worried, you know, uh, maybe, you know, if there's abuse going on in the house, that's a whole other level. And so it is helpful to realize, like, if you're in a fortunate situation to focus on how many how many blessings you really have and let that color your life. If you've been blessed, let the blessings color your life. My husband and I and Lincoln were doing our every other week big Costco run. So we have two carts full. Lincoln was in part of the cart. She was starting to cry because we were making her get out of the cart. It was like 830. We were doing it way later than we should have. And I'm just kind of like, hmm, all that, like those moments where I was like, oh, I'm enjoying the hustle and bustle. We fed her a piece of pizza for dinner. It was kind of an easy night. All that was kind of fading because I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to get $750 worth of groceries home and kind of processed and at least put in the fridge. And this kid needs to get put to bed. And she had something to do this morning. So she should have been in bed an hour ago, you know, and I'm kind of going through all this stuff. 
and standing in line. And I look back and there's this girl, I promise you, she didn't look much older than my daughter, Mia. She looked a lot like my daughter, Mia. And her clothes were really big and baggy and they looked old and a little bit dirty. Um, and she had a baby with her and she had a backpack on, which makes me think maybe she's riding the bus with this baby and she's got a stroller and she's super friendly, sweet kid. And she just has a few things in her cart. She has baby wipes and uh, a couple of, you know, maybe $50 worth of stuff. So we, st you know, we start talking. I said, I was actually using the baby to try and distract Lincoln because she was in such a grumpy way. It's like, oh, look at this baby back here, Lincoln. And so I was like, oh, what's your baby's name? And she told me and we start kind of chitty chatting. And she's like, he's such a good baby. I don't, you know, I, I, I wouldn't normally have him out this late, but I had to get wipes. I was all out of wipes. And so I kind of mouthed to my husband when we were loading the groceries and we had our time up. I'm like, it looks like she has about 50 bucks in her cart. Do you want to just pay for her stuff? And he's like, yeah. But he's like, I don't know how to ask her. And I'm like, well, I'll ask her, you know. It, but it looked like she could use the help, you know. And so we did it. And then it was kind of like this rigmarole. We wanted to get her her own receipt in case she had anything she wanted to return. And we went through doing this whole thing and getting like letting her kind of speed out the door. And I just was thinking to myself, you know, she's got no partner with her to help her load out her groceries, plus her baby in a stroller. She's paying for it. She looked extremely young and it's, it was late. And I don't even know if she was like taking the bus, you know, going to go stand at a bus stop with her baby, you know, and it just, it's that perspective shift. And and that's not to say, you know, she's probably a scrappy young girl. She's probably going to be fine. Maybe she's a student. But she has a lot of work ahead of her and a lot of stuff to face more than likely every day. And it just, it was a good perspective shift for me because I'm like, wow, it's just amazing. It's amazing what some people have to go through. And um, it, it it really does serve to make me feel extremely grateful for the life that I have. So um, I hope at this holiday season, as we're wrapping it up, um, all of you are finding yourselves able to see some of that in your life, able to see some of how lucky you are, how much you've accomplished this year, how much good fortune you have, and how much good there is in your life. And I am excited to talk to you next week. Thank you for listening.